Good morning, everybody. November 11th, the anniversary of the end of World War One. Also, I'm pretty sure it's re referred to as National Singles Day sometimes because of 11-11. Um, so last night, I posted on my YOLO, I wanted people to send some topics in for the podcast this week. I got three responses, which is kind of low compared to normal, but um, I'm going to get to those. <coughs> I Today, I decided after yesterday, I uh, had a, a, a mental health mastermind that I was that I went on a Zoom call with, uh, for with Praxis participants, or and Praxis alumni, and um, so I decided after that that I would talk today uh, about mental health. And I, to me, some people might think, "Oh, this is just a weird, you know, BS." I'm just gonna turn it off. But it's a really interesting topic to me, and <coughs> the reason being is because I classify mental health and mental illness way different than a lot of people I think because I believe that there's certain certain things that are you know chemically wrong in people's brains sometimes but I think that the percentage of people who actually have any kind of like uh, severe uh, severely crippling slash um, I don't know just disabling mental health issue where they can't actually fix it is what I'm trying to get at is that I believe most uh, mental health or mental illness as it was called can be fixed but the thing is it doesn't get fixed because people are mentally ill and they don't realize it so <laughs> I would say that it kind of comes down to a lot of people have it have something like it and it maybe is simply just not believing that they can change something or <clears throat> say for example uh, somebody who's an alcoholic who um, they'll start a fight with their wife or somebody just to quote unquote make a reason to go drink and they're like, oh it's because of you so I would classify that as you know obviously some people will say it's an addiction but I say it's just a mental health issue because I think that anybody who's got a solid mental health, like really solid mental health, notices, or at least at least notices, maybe doesn't acknowledge and doesn't change it, but at least notices the <coughs> hypocrisy behind what they're doing or saying at that time. And I would go as far to say as very few people have perfect mental health. <clears throat> I think that it's a label that a lot of people want to put on others because they think they just want to make, make maybe uh, maybe it helps them to not feel so bad or not judge those other people or something. But I think that ultimately there's so many people who have mental health issues in some way or another because they themselves don't do things like reflect on um, the hypocrisy in their actions, which we all do. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm one of those people who has perfect mental health. I, I do believe that I have so many things that I need to improve on and so many things that I'm very bad at, but I do believe that I can change them if I 
figure out what they are, put my mind to it. And um, so back to what I was saying with people, they just want to put this label on them because, and they themselves don't really, they don't reflect on their own actions. They maybe do things or teach their kids one thing, but then act another way. And um, to me, anybody who develops a habit of living in a way, I guess maybe you could classify it as anything other than their their <coughs> deep down morals, they would be hip hypocrites. But I mean, obviously, you can make the argument: what if, what if their actions do reflect their real morals? <coughs> I don't think that's true, though, because for me personally. <clears throat> I've had a lot of times where I was around people or at situations where I normally wouldn't wouldn't have acted a certain way in those situations, but I did because of the people I was around. And I kind of wanted to, I guess you could say, fit in and be part of the party. Not, not because they're pressuring me or anything, but because I have this desire to be really a member of, where, of whatever group of people I'm in or situation I'm a part of <coughs> so I think that anybody like I said anybody who refuses to admit or decides you know unconsciously or consciously to live in a manner that is hypocritical especially when it comes to how they teach their kids how to be and if they don't live up to those same standards I think that is um, a sign that somebody's mentally ill I'm not saying that they're like medication or anything I'm just saying that they need to have a uh, mental health plan and they should start implementing some way to uh, get better um, <coughs> one thing that I wanted to talk about was that mental health plan so <coughs> I wrote an article about this a while back but I think that it'd be kind of helpful maybe for some of you just uh, to go over a couple things so that, that I do and that I've heard of other people doing for as far as maintaining good mental health or at least let's call it mental state of mind or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But just <coughs> taking care of, of your mind essentially. And some of those things are having a, a daily routine, having something that is solid, like that is a constant in your life. Because it's kind of like a fallback. Now, I think that I would, obviously, I'm a Catholic, and I would venture to say that a lot of people don't have that now because a lot of people have fallen away from from the faith or they've never had faith. And <coughs> I think that that could be a major factor in why so many people seem to be exhibiting this uh, negative health behavior because they don't have anything grounding them. They don't have a set of morals. Maybe they do have morals. Well, they all have morals somewhere, but they're not defined. And they're not something that they believe in. Maybe they're just something they were taught and they haven't solidified that in their own mind. So for me, for example, obviously growing up in a Catholic family and a Catholic uh, <coughs> community, I was taught certain things and I always believed them. But they, a lot of them, there's a number of them that were never challenged until later on, until these past few years, where you get into a situation that you know how you're supposed to act, but acting that way the first time and actually being in that situation is so much more different. And it was those times when I had to take 
my beliefs that I was taught and then decide on them. I say, this is what I want to be. <coughs> and I think that that is very important. So having some kind of, if you're not Catholic, have some kind of grounding daily routine or something that happens at least on a, the very least on a weekly basis that helps you to reset essentially and, and you come back to, to zero. Um, another thing is, <coughs> um, in the mastermind last night, we were talking about this and we got to validate it to make sure it's true. But according to Jordan Peterson, um, eating protein for breakfast will help you to lower your anxiety throughout the day. So that could be something you implement. And I think that goes right along with exercising every day. That's something I do. And it's been very beneficial is not every single day do I exercise, but almost every day during the week, at least I <coughs> get up and go to the gym for at least 30 minutes. Um, and I think that for me, it's, it's especially helpful because it helps me to get some of that energy out and to feel good throughout the day. And knowing that the first thing I did in the morning, I accomplished something. So I will not <coughs> ever feel like I had a zero day. I won't ever have a, have a, have a, uh, an unaccomplished day. Um, Another huge thing is doing breathing exercises. Some people call it meditation. Some people call it breathing exercises. Um, I haven't done those for a while, but I used to do it a lot. Where I, or every day I'd say where I would take probably ten to fifteen minutes and just do some breathing exercises that you focus, so you calm down, you you consciously relax your muscles in the tense places, and then you just focus on your breath, and that helps you to focus on one thing. So especially with people for people who have um, anxiety or they have some kind of mental roadblock in their in their mind to focus on one thing is very helpful because it's like flexing your muscles it's like working out of the gym you get used to just doing one thing and not worrying about multiple things another one is drinking water uh, drinking enough water is, is very important so that is <coughs> A lot of how, so first of all, I, I read that, uh, I think I read this yesterday, that 25% of the oxygen that comes into our body is used up by the brain. So there's definitely, we breathe in the air, the oxygen, but there's also oxygen in water. And I think that's very, to my knowledge, obviously not a scientist, but that would be very helpful to maintain a solid and um, constant state of mind that's that's good and healthy. <clears throat> One of the reasons I think it's important, I want to point this out so people don't you know, misunderstand me, is that a lot of people have these mental health roadblocks or issues that they have to fix because we have so much information coming in. And the average person who's trying to you know, be productive and be a, a professional in any kind of field, they're going to have so many things to do, so much information coming in. And if you don't have some way to deal with it, you're going to go crazy at some point. And, and that's just my opinion. But um, I've seen it in a lot of people that if you don't have some kind of roadblock that says, okay, you're not coming, this information is not coming into my to my mind. And whatever does come in, I'm going to store it in a way that I can manage it. And I've just seen the most successful people have this kind of same um, mindset slash um, demeanor about them. 
So I think obviously if they if they can do it and if that's how they succeed, and <coughs> it's worth checking in for everybody else. Um, another thing is writing. So write down your thoughts at the end of the day. I think it's very helpful to fall asleep quicker because you get whatever's on your mind off your mind. Um, there's a really cool app called Otter that I use. I just started using it yesterday. It's actually an experiment I'm conducting is every night before bed, I'm just going to do a brain dump. I'm just going to talk and let all of my thoughts, even though they're not going to go onto any kind of organized list, they're going to be written down somewhere. And all of the things I have to do, my thoughts of throughout the day that I had, any ideas, I'm going to say them and put them down so that I don't have to be afraid of forgetting them. And I think they might come in handy later. So I'm going to see if this eventually helps me to sleep better. Uh, because lately I've been having a hard time falling asleep due to just having so much on my mind and having no time during the day to think about it. Um, it's along the lines of exercise, but I think it's slightly different. It's taking a walk. So some people will take a walk with nothing to do during the walk. They'll just leave their phone at home. And some people will bring their phone to take notes or they'll listen to music. Um, <coughs> that's something I'm going to do today is take a walk and just bring my phone with to, to take notes. Put on airplane mode though so I can't get bothered. And um, I want to see how that affects my day. Um... I'm trying to think of some other things I that I wrote in that article. I didn't pull it up this morning. Um, I think, especially if you're Catholics, because obviously other people might not believe this, but we have to daily commit our lives to to doing God's will, because that's where true peace of mind comes in. Um, if you don't do that, you're going to be probably relying on yourself too much to, <coughs> you know, figure things out and, and accomplish things. So I think that committing to whatever it is God wants for you and, and realizing that he will take care of you because he wants what's best for us, <coughs> that can be very helpful as well for you guys. Um, and yells. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it there. That's all I have right now. Um, tune in tomorrow to hear one of the topics. I'll pick one of the topics randomly from the yellow um, exercise. If you guys want to submit a topic, follow me on Snapchat, Silas3man. I add everybody back. And then submit or, or just message me. But you can submit uh, anonymously through the YOLO sticker that I created a little yesterday. So... God bless. Happy Singles Day. Happy anniversary of the end of World War One, And we'll see you tomorrow.